This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. There we go, right, and I've got my tabs open. Because I just don't even know what day it is at the moment. Uh, I genuinely don't want you to, I don't want you to edit this. I want this to be the intro. To the, this week. It's me, like, I don't know what day it is. This is oh, what I'm no. doing. I know. <laughs> it's, it's day. <laughs> Had a lovely day. I've been to the pub with Mark, who listens to the podcast. Um, right, okay. Woo, here we go. I'm on a major delay here, so I'm not going to look at us too much because it's all very confusing. But apparently there's an issue with Zoom, Stevie said, so I don't know. Well, hello there, everybody, and a very warm welcome to the Wednesday Week, the original Sheffield Wednesday fan podcast. I am Vic, I'm back, um, they managed to drag me on tonight and believe me, kicking and bloody screaming because I got in from work at seven, my oven, I put my chicken in my oven, I didn't turn the oven on, the chicken didn't cook, then I put it back in again, turned the oven on, then I had a power cut and then Zoom's not been working, so I'm in a right good mood. So who better to keep me in such a wonderful mood, but I'm going to go around the screen. Hi John. Hello. You're right. How's everybody? Yeah, I'm okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we've all had a kind of a, a long day at work, haven't we? And uh, now a little bit later than schedule, but here we are. So we'll uh, make bad. the best of it. Blame Vodafone yeah. broadband and EDF and whoever else. Just blame Putin, basically. Yeah, Zoom's been funny, hasn't it, as well? Yeah. Great vine, so. Blair, good evening. Hello. Staring Hello. lovingly into the distance. I don't know what you're looking at. As always, I've got bad me. attention span. I can't look at people's eyes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how are you? Are you all right? You doing all right? Yeah, I'm great. Great. Good. Yeah. Good. And then Stevie and John Barnes, how are you doing? I'm all right. I don't know how John is, but we're, we're, we're <laughs> all good. Okay. Yeah. How are yeah. you? How are you? Yeah, how are you? I'm, yeah, I am knackered. Um, but all good. <laughs> all good. 
Right, so let's kick off with a positive to get me out of my miserable cow mood. We beat Morecambe 3-0. Um, although I did see this morning, honestly, Wednesday Twitter, Wednesday Dars on Twitter, someone this morning tweeted, it was only Morecambe, let's not get carried away. What What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> like, come on. Anyway, let's crack on in. So last night, last night? Was it last night? Night no, no. before last. Chuffy now. Night before last, uh, we travelled up to Morecambe uh, via wherever. I don't know, even know. Is it Blackpool Way, Morecambe? Yeah, it's not far from Fleetwood, is it? Oh, that, that's oh, way, I think. Seaside, isn't it? Stick yeah. a lot time. Did any of you go? No. No. Absolute part timers. Yeah. I watched it. I watched it on the telly. Um, Bannon did all right, didn't he? Barry Chuffing Bannon. Now, I am a Bannon fan, as I've mentioned many times. Um, I'm also, you know, a very honest critic of him when I need to be. But, John, he was just incredible last night, wasn't he? Was that not the Barry Bannon that we expected from this league? Because he has been off the pace a little bit to start with. And, you know, we've, I mean, everyone has, haven't they? You're coming back into work after yeah. summer off. So what did you reckon last night? It was sheer class. It was ahead of I know it's funny to say it when such a short guy, but he was head and shoulders above everybody else on the pitch, wasn't he, in terms of um, his level of performance, um, dictated the play, got two assists, uh, looked back to his best, uh, looked too good for this league. I'm not I'm not saying that being brash and that, but it but he did. He, and um it was just great to see just uh, just so influential when he's like that, isn't it? It's the Barry Barton the world love and know. Um, and when he's when he's in that kind of form, it, it's just a joy to watch, really. Um, John uh, Rob Staten, sorry, was over, and um, I think it was Brian Laws Brian doing Lose, the Radio yeah. Sheffield commentary, and yeah, they were they were full of praise for for, for Bannon and Wednesday's performance in general, particularly uh, in that second half. So you know, he's he can be a difference maker when he's like that, and there's nobody to touch him. And um, this is why opposition teams, apart from Morecambe and such, but this is why opposition teams. We'll try and target him and shut him down because he's he's the man, you know. When when we're playing like in that in that kind of form and he's uh, allowed to dictate the play, then good things happen. And uh, you saw that from uh, Tuesday night. Yeah, it's an interesting point, isn't it? Because I was thinking this last night, and I'm not going to lie, Stevie's done my notes today because I was driving and I was like, Stevie, help. Um, and one of them is Gregory misfiring, um, and obviously we've we've not seen a Gregory goal for like what three games, which is just obscene um Blair do you think there's something in that that like John said when Bannon gets so marked do you think that is a case that then Gregory's allowed to be a bit of a free player because they are our two key threats aren't they really on paper and in present but last night as far as I could see Gregory couldn't even move could he, he had three men on him whereas like John said Bannon had a bit of space yeah but it's a, we've got that we've got a luxury now, haven't we? We've got Michael Smith next to him now. Who he played. Um, we could have Josh Windass. Uh, if you're an opposition manager, who's your mark? You can't you can't double you can't double man everyone. If, mm-hmm. if Gregory, I'm sure Darren Moore's telling Gregory right. If you're getting triple marks or double marks, just keep doing what you're doing. He does, he does his clever little runs. He always seems to run into the channels. He'd be, and if he's occupying two players, then it's only going to give. A lot of space for Rindas, Bannon, Smith. God, keep keep spamming names out. I've got that big of a squad now. It's Steve ridiculous. Lane, for all I know, I got 
I think Steve May might even would have even done well in this in this team. To be let's honest. not go there. Let's not <laughs> let's not go there. But I think yeah, that's all well and good, Blair. But it's cost a living crisis. The man's got to be on a goal bonus. Like surely <laughs> at some point he's got to start picking some out again, hasn't he? Oh, hundred percent. I I think he will pop in. I think going forward, eventually he might be the one we we bring off the bench. So I, I was so impressed with Smith, and it's funny. It's, that was his first game he had fully fit this season and I didn't realise how big he were it was almost like a new, having a new you but <laughs> let's see if the fans turn on him as much um, yeah but I, even if he chips him with 10 goals it's less than last season but we've got that much firepower I, I, I'm not concerned I think that's the thing isn't it we were I mean Gregory's always been touted about as maybe a 40 goal a season striker in this league <laughs> with the way he was going but Obviously, now, like you said, we've got that many options that we've got to expect that, you know, I would rather have four 10-goal-a-season strikers than not have just, yeah. just relying on Gregory, I suppose. So, yeah, it's... it's well, last season, we did rely on him too much because when he got yeah. injured for spells, that's when we had our bad patches. It sort of like coincided with each other. Yeah. I think the, the, the conversation point is there because of the Barnsley game. And I think if he'd not missed the opportunities that he missed at Barnsley, I think it's it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because he's missed the the chances at nil-nil. He missed the chance at one-nil down, which would have changed the game at Barnsley. I maintain that. And I know we're going back to that game. But for me, um, the fact that he's not scored and the fact that he just looks a little bit off it, um, we can talk about whether or not he's he's you know he's, he's being outmarked and what have you. And I'm not disagreeing that he is, but I just think the fact that he had that sort of substandard performance against Barnsley has sort of raised that point. He's not scored for a couple of games, and maybe that's a bit of an issue that we need to address. Uh, but I agree with you guys from my point of view. If we're sharing the goals across Windass, Smith, uh, Gregory, uh, anybody else that's coming in and contributing and firing, um, it's not necessarily a problem. It, it just goes to show that we're not going to be a one team. Oh, one player team, and I, I think the, the the best teams that get out of this league, they, they might every now and again have a, a striker that's going to go and do bits. But for, for me, if we can if we can get four or five players in in and around ten figures, then uh, ten yeah ten double ten, figures, ten figures, God, I meant to say double figures. Uh, we'll we'll not be a million miles away, will we? And that, that that's all we can ask at the moment, particularly. Um, and I'll say if you look at our backline, um, I know. It, it can be quite divisive at times, but we've kept five clean sheets out of eight, I think, uh, with Stockdale uh, between the sticks. And I don't think the back line's looking too shabby at the minute through through the middle. So it's 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 not too bad. I think in, in recent memory, the, the last time that we had a season where we were getting goals from all 10 positions was probably the Wembley season, really, mm, where we was, were seeing... Yeah. We were seeing goals, you know, and we were seeing absolute worldy goals every week, weren't we? It was almost a joke in the end, but that was kind of the last time that we were seeing a consistent sort of sharing of the goods, if you like. Um, so, Steve, I'm going to come to you, even though you just put it in, um, about... <laughs> I'm on my list. Sorry. So about Sorry. the love of my life. Uh, we'll talk about the love of yours later. He's point number three. Um, but obviously, last night, my boy got the opening goal eventually, Got an assist late on um, for the Smith goal, didn't he? So, Mr. Windass, you know, what? he's starting to celebrate a little bit now. And we've talked about it. Like, we talked about it last Sunday morning when we were having breakfast. And we were just saying, like, maybe it's time. 
maybe it's time that he starts to celebrate and just enjoy himself a bit because you know, so, so ba basically you told him you when, when you score tuesday night you i, I want to see a celebration yeah, I was like, look, come on, like, while we're having breakfast in bed, let's have a chat and let's just talk about celebrating in future. And he said, all right, I'll, I'll give it a little bit. I don't want to go too far, so I promise, I promise Dean, do you know what I mean? But, yeah, he's, I mean, he's looking good, isn't he? He did all right last night, not like before. But it doesn't matter when you're listening to this, does it? So He, he is. Do you know what? He's... It's a funny one because at times I think if you watch him, he, he, he kind of goes under the radar a little bit in terms of his, his input and his performance through games. And there's been times where I've watched I've watched matches and thought he's been quiet today. But you can't argue with his stats. And I, I'm right in thinking in eight games, he's got seven goals and assists. You know, uh, that, I don't that, know, Stevie, you're the one that's put Windass stats on my script. I think that, that, that's <laughs> where it's come know. from. That, that's that is correct, though. It is correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you're if you're saying, right, we're going to have uh, a, a player who, and I think we said at the start, uh, we were talking about Bannon and Gregory being our, our two sort of most effective players. Windass is right up there as well. Um, we had all that nonsense pre-season around, um, let's sell him on, let, 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 let's... Oh, yeah. uh, Let's a get a profit pro. out of him. Let, get a million, let's, let's blog him. What, what, what are we talking about? It makes no Turned sense. Turned down two million last season. For... It, it, it makes no sense whatsoever to me. I just think, you know, it, he's in and the, the formation that we played the other night was, I've still not figured it out, to be honest with you. And I know there'll be a load of people that will listen to this and we say we've set up like this and we've set up like that. It, it seemed really lopsided. And I do worry a little bit that if, that's a signal of intent that more is going to go right. I'm just going to do this and I'm not going to um, deviate from this for the next sort of three, four weeks. I think if we set up on Saturday in the same way that we set up on Tuesday against Ipswich, I think that's going to cause a little bit of a headache. I think we need to be much more rigid against a team that's going to be in and around it at the end of the season. Um, I think we, we we get away with it against teams like Morecambe because I thought Mighton was sort of really out wide and we've, we've got... Um, Windass was sort of almost playing in the 10 role, wasn't it? It was almost a 4-2. I like him as a 10 role, though. I like that. He can, he can do it. He can do it against teams like Morecambe. But if he's going to play in a 10 behind two, Smith and Windass, we've got to be thinking about how that three in front of the back four um, is going to be setting up. And I think we've got away with one on Tuesday night with Mighton being out wide playing as effectively an out-and-out -out winger that I don't think we could do on Saturday. I'd have kittens if we set up on Saturday the way we set up the other night. I really would. I love that phrase. I don't even know where's it come from. But, you know. <laughs> John, we've just heard the name mentioned a few times there and I flinched a little bit. Mighton, what are we thinking? For me, um, jury's out for me at the moment. I'm, I'm not sure. And I'm, I'm also not one to, you know, chastise a player two games in, but looking a little bit wobbly, isn't he? Yeah, I understand the comment. It's um, he's he, he gets knocked off the ball very easily so far, doesn't he? It's like you you want to you want to go and you know put him on a plan and game a couple of Guinness a night to get put a few pounds mm -hmm. on and get some upper body strength. But, but he's, he's obviously hard, isn't he? We saw that with he, the dance. Yeah. He, he's got he's got some shape to him, hasn't he? But he, he just got knocked off the ball far too easily. So I don't know if that's just um, he just needs more game time and he just needs to you know he's playing at a, perhaps a more physical uh, level now. Dropping the, the further down you go, the more you're going to get kicked and the more you're going to get pushed off the ball. Yeah. Like, league one, league two, etc. So 
he's got to he's got to harden himself to that, and he's got to realise that players are going to do that too. And there's some big boys down in this league, and he's going to have to hold his own against them. Um, so yeah, his early days. I do like his um, directness, though. He's a player that will look to run at players, yeah. and that always scares defenders. Um, I think Wilkes is pretty similar as well. I didn't feature on Tuesday, but uh, so yeah, I think um, it is still quite early. Um, some positive signs, but definitely some things to work on as well. You're off on your holidays, John. Just noticed you look like you're sat in an airport oh, no. with your suitcase. Oh, yeah. <laughs> suitcase, yeah. Just You've been kicked out. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what's going on in John's background, isn't there? There's always something going on, isn't there? <laughs> you know, it might and reminds me. Here's an analogy. I don't know if this will resonate with people. If you are a Sunday morning footballer, who has been playing for a, a certain a, a certain number of years and you're playing in a decent sort of team and then you've got like a junior Are you team. about to compare him to yourself? No, because <laughs> I'm terrible. You've got the lad who comes in and he, he's, he, he's the, the captain of the junior team and he plays every Sunday morning with his junior side and then he, he ends up getting involved with adults teams and he's best player on pitch with kids. And he can run up and uh, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing you know what I mean? going and with he it, goes yeah. and plays in whatever it is now, Super Draw, Imperial, Meadow, all as was. And you, you put him into a side and you go, right, he's done bits at whatever level. I know that sounds a little bit perverse, if you like, because he's played with Forrest and Forrest have gone up. Um, but for me, he just seems like that kid who's now stepping up a level in terms of physicality. Like men against boys, isn't it? It's like John was saying, it's a weight thing and it's a strength thing as well, isn't it? And this league, you're going to get some, to coin a dumb foot phrase, shit kickers. And you're going to get people who are going to chuck you about. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's a player in there, and I don't know if if it's a case of finding his feet, getting used to a formation, which we've changed, and I don't, not necessarily to say that we've, we've changed it to accommodate him. But if you look at, you're going to get the inevitable comparisons with Corbinu, you're going to yeah. get those, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Corbin, who looked a little bit more physical in terms of the stature that he got. So I think if that's your starting point and that's your, your sort of your frame of reference, I think he's got a way to go. I, I wouldn't expect to see him involved on Saturday from the start, but Darren Moore, it's... it's Corbin, who was like, he was one of those players. For me, he was always very vertical. I don't know how, if that makes sense, but just as a describing word of him, he was a very vertical person. He was very, like, straight... Long and upright. Long and upright. It was like like playing against a rake. Like he just like he just he didn't seem to there was no like bend when he ran. He just like ran like a cartoon. Um anyway, gonna talk just a little bit quickly about Mr. Darren Moore. Um obviously the subs that he made the other night, we were, you know, we were what 28 shots before the first goal, I think it was, 29 shots. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, kudos to their keeper, by the way, because, oh, my God, did he do a job the other night. Yeah. And for if you've lost 3-0 at home and your keeper gets man of the match, that shows what an outstanding performance he put in. And he, I, I've not looked him up. I don't know who he was, but uh, oh, Connor Ripley. Connor Ripley. Yeah. Stuart, is he? Stuart yeah. Ripley's son. Ex, Ex-Man United, wasn't it? And there you team, I think, or something. Um, but he was, he was outstanding. Um, it, it, if it Ripley wasn't for him, it would have been... Stuart Ripley, I don't trust him. No, no, that, this is Connor Ripley. Stuart Ripley is a different player. That's Stuart a um, winger, <laughs> isn't it? <From> the... <laughs> I know, Stuart Ripley's his dad. 
Stuart Rickler at Blackburn. Uh, he won't leave with Blackburn in '95. I'm sure he's finished his career out with us. I'm, I'll, I'll stand correct. Yeah, I'm not I'll, I'll Google, I've got I'll a vague recollection of Stuart Rickler. Looking at, looking he, at Connor Ripley's stats, like he's not played a lot of football, so that must have been the best game of his career <laughs> against us. Wow. Yes, he did. It, it, uh, Stuart Ripley it, it, did make six appearances for us and scored one goal. And he is now working it. as a solicitor. So there you go. The more you um, know. Yep. He after us, after working as a sports physio, and he is now a solicitor. I thought he also in two caps for England. He did. did say out about his son being Connor Ripley then. Hundred percent, Anthony. I'm telling you that that that's the player. I like that John thought. I I, I thought that Connor Ripley was true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. ninety-five and now playing in goal for Morecambe. Oh yeah, yeah. His, soul, his son Connor Ripley is goalkeeper who plays for Preston there North End. No one has updated the Stuart Ripley Wikipedia page, have they? <laughs> but yeah. So, oh, he's not a young lad actually. He's twenty-nine, but I mean, he he was just outstanding, wasn't he? He was just, just the first minded. save for Windass is in in the first half was. Fucking right, good. I mean, I can't, I can't, I couldn't put it any other way. It was an unbelievable save that that one against Windass. It was like what? It was like was it, was that going to be? It was that analogy of like it's not going to be our night. We could we could play until next week and won't score. You know what I mean? Yeah. One, of them, one of them things you don't want cop. Well, that was the thing, wasn't it? And then the subs that came on, you know, Delhi Bashiru, love him absolutely. Love I love him. him. Yeah, I do. As well. I just think he's just he's just wonderful, and he's so happy. I love a happy. I like do you think he didn't start because he's not signed his new contract yet? Well, I didn't even know about that. Well, is that a contract in, in the summer, isn't he? And he started. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know about that. But... More is that political, to be honest. But <laughs> yeah, for me, the. The changes just won us the game, didn't they? That was. I reckon we would have drawn that last season. Because mm-hmm. um, last season that would have been like, and what, what was encouraging about last um, Tuesday night was just how many attempts we had on goal. Like last season, that would have been very, very lethargic, side to side. Do you know what I mean? Pot shots from outside the mm-hmm. box, like, and not really threatening the goal. But like we said, like making their keeper pull off save after save after save, and then coming close. And it's bit, it was just all Wednesday, wasn't it? I think. In those 15 minutes, maybe 10 minutes, 10 15 minutes in the first half, and more come out a bit of the ball, and that was it. Mm-hmm. It was, and do you know what? I don't think, um, I know we had the big win recently. You'll have to remind me who it was Forest Green, Forest Green, and they were awful, weren't they? Mm. I actually, I, I don't think Morecambe were that bad. I think we just, you know, they just, no, they sat, they sat deep and all they tried frustrating us. And last season, that 100% would have drawn that. Mm. Oh, we would have lost to a corner. <laughs> like, yeah, that was what I was dreading. It got to the last two minutes and I thought, God, we're three and a lot, but we could easily lose this. Uh, yeah. Well, it was interesting listening to, I don't know if you got it, Vic, but on iFollow, I, I somehow managed to get the home commentary on that. So it was the Morecambe guys who were commentating on the game. And um, they, they, they were up to like 60 minutes and that, that you could say they were kind of in the game. But then after that, Wednesday kind of took over and took control. Mm. But they were almost kind of thinking that because how well they played for 60 minutes, that 3-0 was harsh on them. And, I'm thinking, and I was thinking, right, no, we absolutely dominated your second half. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I think, I think we dominated your them, but I don't think, I, I think we showed them enough respect. I don't think we disrespected them all, but I think they played up. I think they, you know, it wasn't, yeah. it was a hard fought win, to be honest, mainly because of the keeper. Um, anyway, let's move on, shall we? Blair, yeah. have your game. Do you want to play a game? Yeah, 
I love a game. I didn't even know about this because I don't listen. Yeah, last week. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I it's, um, <laughs> I've got two categories. You can pick. I'll let you. T- I'll let you. The um, the pod decide which one you want. So I've got. What do we have to do? So Is basically, we, we, yeah. So it's um, you go around. Oh no, I have listened because I got the milk shirt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you get? I did, see? and Fudge didn't believe me, but I did. <laughs> yeah. You weren't there. He literally, he uploaded it that night, and you said, "I'm listening right now." You were the first person to listen. <laughs> yeah, I did. To yeah, I, forgot about that. I don't normally listen. So there's two categories. We've got players signed since Chancery took over the club. Ooh. Which is a staggering eighty-seven. Okay, yeah, <laughs> right. I want that one. Or you've got Sheffield Wednesday permanent managers. No players since John Seary. Right, I mean I this think is that's a, a good it, one because there's going to be some absolute shockers in there. Mate, and I've got one. I've got one to start. It's ridiculous, like eighty-seven, and and yet people say he's a crap chairman. I mean, you can't. I mean, he's not signed some great ones, has he? Oh, can I, can no, I but... We've signed, yeah. 87, signed 87 players, so he must be a good chairman. No, no, but, no but he's just he's put his hands in his pocket. Right. Right. Well, Even a free transfer isn't free anymore. You've got to pay sign on season, crap like that. Right, uh, my order I've got here is Vic, Stevie, John. So we'll, go for, we'll, we'll do that. Irby Emanuelson. Oh, what a player. <laughs> Bonus point. Yeah, go on. <laughs> so he, he's in there. Of course he is. Oh, you know what? I'm going early and I'm like, who did we sign before and after Chan Siri? Uh Bannon. Yeah, Bannon. 100 percent Boom. Go on, John. Madu Madu Sugu. Oh my god. Cheers, John. That's like one underneath Bannon. I'll do. Yeah. Go on. Um, Victoria, it's your go. Vincent Sasso. Boom. Yeah, we signed him twice, so duplicates still don't count, yeah. So ones, that's one and done. Does this include loan players or...? Yeah, loan, free transfers and... um, Uh, uh, Tom Lees. Tom Lees was before Steve, you eliminated. Stuart Gray signed him. He was, he was a Stuart Gray yeah. masterclass, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, had eight, you, had, you had 85 I've, more, Steve. <laughs> I've gone out early, Anna. Can I come back <laughs> in? Can I, buy, can I have a buyback? <laughs> give, give me one buyback. What, well, it's your competitors, not me. What do you think? Is Steve allowed a buyback? I'll let Vic as the... Otherwise, otherwise this one. is going to get really boring. I'm going to go and put kettle on. Go on, Len. Back here, back <laughs> go on, then. I'll go right, with John. everyone's favourite tramboy, Felipe Mello. Oh, Mello. See, Mello is in a grey area. I don't think we, we fully. I don't think Chancery fully took over. See, Vic wins. <laughs> no, I remember but, signing Felipe Melo. No, it was on deadline day, wasn't it? it yeah, was, I thought we'd da- signed David Garrido Felipe was saying, Mello. Don't, don't go to bed, time. everyone. We've got another one coming for Wednesday yeah, fans. And we'd sign Felipe Melo da Silva, not Felipe yeah, Melo. Not, not the Brazilian. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just double check this because I'm, I'm sure he signed him under Gray and he, and he hardly played. No, I think Gray was better than that. <laughs> 
Oh, what's the because we got, because we got, we got because we got Sergio Boos and all. Oh, that's what I was going to say then. Tuffy now. Yeah, but that that was the yeah, end. That was that's not Chancery. That's. Oh. That was it. Was I think it was like te- it was technically Chan Series money, but it was he wasn't a t- a technically the owner at the time. Right. We needed we needed to figure out figure out the parameters of this game. All right, okay. <laughs> uh, why would you go that late? Why would you go that early? Right. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> the first season, Carlos Carvajal took over Sheffield Wednesday. That'll do. Right. right. Do. Continue. Connor Wickham. Yeah, let me go all the way up, up, my, up my list. Come, uh, it's me in it. Uh, yeah. Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Right after last round, I'm, I'm I'm playing safe for a bit. Gregory, good lad. <laughs> good lad. Jonathan, um, Fernando Forestiera. Oh, I loved him. Yeah, no, I'm sad. Oh, isn't it? Best there. Oh, I was in it. Best set, as you would affect you. Um, David Stockdale. <laughs> 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 Let's go through this season's first before you yeah, go. Just last season. I'm not breaking the start rules. eleven. <laughs> Stephen. I offer. Dominic, I offer. Never give um, the ball away. He does, he does, he does, does give the ball away. That's like, he gives the ball away quite a lot. Yeah, Gary Hooper, of course. Loved him. Gary Hooper, yeah. Mm-hmm. Vic. Stephen Fletcher. Oh. oh, the guy who ruined it all by pissing off Forest the area. <laughs> Uh, Alman Abdi. Oh, what a signing! <laughs> oh my god, Alman Abdi. What a player! What a guy! Club a ball, what a player! We were so excited. <laughs> I'll go for Ross Wallace. I'd, I'd argue he had one good season for us, but he was brilliant. Nice guy, by the way. Really good bloke. All right, name dropper. Um, <laughs> is it me? Yeah. Uh, Ehequi. Yeah. He's great, by the way. I love him. <laughs> Arco Matthias. Oh, that goal. See, I was thinking about him. I was thinking about him today because people, you know, people want about Nunes being like better in Haaland before Haaland kicked the ball. Um, but I think Matthias finished like top goal scorer in Portugal the season we signed him. So it's kind of like you based it on it Portugal. Like, yeah, it was, I think he was third top goal scorer, wasn't he? Yeah. Behind two of the superstars, which I can't remember who they were at the time. Um, I'll go for arguably the guy that should have started in the playoff final. Alex Lopez. Oh, what a player. Yeah. We replaced him with David Jones. <laughs> he was my next guest. He was That's my right next all guy. Wrong. Oh, <laughs> you can have him. Sorry. I was anger. <laughs> David Jones is <laughs> seeped out. We could be here all night, couldn't we? Uh, yeah, eight to seven's a lot to get 
Oh, well, nothing yeah. else happened. Plymouth did happen, and it's a little difficult. Uh, hold on, is it me? There's one that I think bit of what I thought you'd say straight away. Josh Windass. <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 no, I'm not shouting you, darling. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Victoria Wood. Marvin Johnson. Marvin Johnson. Yep, of course it is. Um, Mark McGuinness. Oh, yeah. I'm just thinking, who the hell's that? <laughs> <laughs> Got two, Vic. Oh, God. Do you know what? It's not as easy as you think, is it? Um... it? It melts me head that this is so difficult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, uh, there's some real bobheads on here. Mighton. Yeah. George Byers. Malik Wilkes. I bet our literal dozens of um, listeners are screaming at their... Um, their, their <laughs> literal their... dozens. Our scores of listeners. I mean, there's still, like, loads from last season left. I know. It's, you know, it's getting harder, isn't it? Um... <laughs> Yes. Lewis Wing, Lewis Wing, Lewis Wing. You know, he was. I was buzzing about that signing. I like probably like well, the one the last season that I really like got excited about and did nothing. I'll go for. Oh, Sammy, Sammy, Sammy Hutchinson. Yes, mate. If you said that. I mean, yeah, because we signed him against Tony Pillar. Yeah. yeah. But the first mm-hmm. time we signed that was Stuart Gregg, I mean. Mm. Swung back to you, Vic. Uh, Swung back. Uh, Reese James. With his England call up. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I've got one for Vic next time. <laughs> oh, I've just thought of one. It's probably the same one. <laughs> Harley Dean. Oh, bit of rough. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the lunchbox has landed. <laughs> yes, Daniel Lackman. Daryl. Daryl Lackman. He was the first signing on the chance uh, under Carlos. Videoed his own arrival to Hillsborough right from the Netherlands. Never played. <laughs> did, he, did he even play like in the league? Because I can't, I can't think he did. I can't really remember. Um, Fizz, Delhi Bashiru. Yes. Ben Arkin. Oof. Oh, God. I'm all over this now. I've got loads. Oh. I'm here for yeah. he's, he's Good. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Massimo Luongo. Uh, Van Aken. Oh my god. Another bust. Four this million quid. This shouldn't be this difficult. Uh, Dennis Adeniran. <laughs> that song does not get sung enough. <laughs> yeah, he's always injured, but yeah. But... Uh, Jack on. Yes, mate. 
Oh, I've got one. I've got a big one. Me. Oh, I miss Dave. <laughs> um, I'm going to chuck one out there. I don't think it's chance here, but it might be a really good answer if it is. And it was a lad we had on trial, and he went up to Stocksbridge Park Steels and never came back again. He went back to Portugal. Diogo Amado. Eat on my list, mate. Fair enough. <laughs> Oh, you're out. John, you're I'm out. out. I'm out. You had so many more you could have picked. I know. And you went for someone I've never even heard of. Jaden Brown. <laughs> yep. Uh, Daniel Poodle. Oh. You do. Uh, I love them now. Should have got taken off against Huddersfield. He was blowing out his ass. Jordan Rhodes. Florian Camberry. Ooh, God, it's like a bloody tennis match now. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> oh, right, next does next does crying, so that's really putting me off as well. Um oh my god, where's it gone? I have to push for an answer to Victoria, I think. Whilst <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vic's thinking, we haven't done this for a bit, but um, we could give Michael Constantine a shout. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you to Michael Constantine. Oh, Paying for that we can actually... Paying for this. For the content. I'll give you a clue. He points a lot. No. That's not what I'm thinking of. Oh. We've had buyers, haven't we? Um, I am thinking of another clue. You might read a bedtime one. Jordan Story! <laughs> Adam Reach. <gasps> yeah, he was a... He was... Keelan Lee! Oh. No, Lee, yeah. Lee was before... No, we signed him again, didn't we? No, we didn't. Oh. Dave oh, Jones said came and leave. As a right back. Mm, from Oldham, yeah. Right then, to win it, Stephen. There you go, Stephen. Ooh. <sighs> um, goodness me. My mind's gone blank. Oh. Back in some. Back in some. Oh. There we go. Yeah. There you go. That was, you go. That was painful. I bet there are about another 50 players in we could have named there. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a good 20, like a good 30, probably more. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? We've, named, we've just I mean, named a lot of players, right? But there's only one name that we should be talking about this evening. And I'm going to hand it over to his dad. Stevie, what a month it's been for your lad. How proud are you right now? Like, I mean, I'm surprised it's John Barnes up on the wall tonight, to be honest. I was expecting Liam with his award. That, that John Barnes picture, he, he's, he's a West Ham fan, the guy who does it. He's an artist, uh, a guy called Sean Salmon, and he's got some bits around. He does bits to commission. Uh, I'm just giving a quick <laughs> name to it. 
I'm, I'm, I'm telling, I'm telling my other half what I want for Christmas. That's getting replaced. I'm telling you now, really it's, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be replaced. I need a Liam Palmer uh, commission picture sorted out. Now, um, what a month he's had, though, Stevie. I mean, Liam's, I think, is a year or two years younger than me. You know, he's past thirty. Is you know, in theory, should be coming to the sort of slowdown of his career. But in fact, he went and ran ten k a day throughout the summer. He's gone and popped up with some goals that we just don't expect from him. And he's just been outstanding, hasn't he? You, I mean, as a parent, you must be thrilled. <laughs> um, um, do you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing. I, I, I think he's, everything that you see at the moment is just absolutely brilliant around him. Um, we talk about him week in, week out, really. And I know, I know it's a bit of a, a thing where, I'll, I'll get tagged and people will comment about it, but um, the sentiments there, he's, he's, he's just been absolutely phenomenal this season. Uh, very much deserved uh, player of the month. I, th- I don't think anybody would, would argue with that. Um, I thought it was good the other night as well. And okay. it made me not laugh, but I raised a few eyebrows on the chat last the, the week before last when uh, it all went to, to shit when we lost against Barnsley. Everyone, everyone was terrible. And, um, who was it? Who, somebody in the chat was was saying, your lad's not doing very well today. And I was like, he's doing better than seven, eight others that were on the pitch. He's, you know, at his worst this season, he's still been one of our better players. Um, I've, I've, I've got no arguments, qualms or or concerns. If you think we've signed for Maywell, we, we're, back to, we're back to the game, aren't we? We've signed for Maywell, we've signed uh, Hickwe, we've signed McGuinness, we've signed Dean, we've signed Hunt, we've signed Marvin Johnson, we've signed Reese James, we've signed a plethora, myriad of, um, of, of defenders to come in because he's going to go and play and be, you know, a squad player. At the start of this season, don't tell me that my, uh, Liam Palmer wasn't going to be a wasn't going to be anything more than a squad player this year. That that's a fact. And he comes in, he does it again and again and again. The guy's absolutely outstanding. He's been an absolute revelation, and for me, he's getting better with age. So fair play to him. Um, lovely to see. I think did I see a stat that. Um, we've done something by having the last three players of the month. It was him, Bannon and Gregory, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had three player of the months on the, on the bounce, which is testament to the things that we're doing. Um, my dog's going to bark in a minute. I'm just saying, was that Malcolm that came Mal- in? Then? Malcolm's <laughs> in, uh, dog's in. Dog's in the room and he's trying to get out now. But yeah, um, for me, absolutely brilliant. We, we, we can talk about um, the stuff. You can take that back to... Uh, Darren Moore, is it right? Is it wrong in terms of the way we set up, the way we play, so on and so forth? But the fact that we've got players that are statistically recognised as the best players in the league is testament to the way that we set up. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to drag this out then, so I'll just quickly mention as well that the Skybet League One team of the week uh, this week, we had four of the 11. Uh, so Byers, Bannon, Windass, and Smith all made it into that team of the week. So again, like we just said, it's testament to what's happening. It's kind of, it's weird because it's not, it's exactly what we expected. It's almost like, you know, when you go into a probation meeting at work or whatever and they go, yeah, you're doing exactly as I've asked you to do. I'll put achieving. And you're like, no, I want, I want a pay rise. And they go, oh no, you're just doing exactly as I thought. We're not expecting, we expected so much that this is just like, oh yeah, of course it's like nearly 50% of the team of the week is our team. Um, So let's go on to Saturday. We are playing Ipswich at home. Um, bit of a scary one, really, isn't it? This is this is a bit of one that could could put a dent in everything, couldn't it, John? 
He could, and I suppose I go back to um, Steve's earlier comment about um, whether Darren Moore will stick with tactics and formation that's just got a 3-0 win at Morecambe or whether he'll give Ipswich more respect and revert back to the trusted 3-5-2 um, or variant of that. Um, yeah, the top of the league, they're, they're the early pace setters, um, they're the early favourites for the league, much like, uh, you know, favourites to go up top two, much like ourselves. Had a better start than us, but you could argue that they've also had, on paper, not you know, easier fixtures, let's call it. Um, so it, it's going to be the biggest test uh, for us this season at Hillsborough um, in terms of the quality of, of the opposition. Um, so we're going to have to be really at it. Um, we're going to have to set the tone early, I think. I don't think we can afford to have a traditional slow start and, and come out and try and turn it around second half, although we've got good squad depth, squad depth just like it, which I have as well. So it's going to be a real test. Um we're going to have to really be on it, otherwise I'm not 100% sure that we're going to get three points, but maybe, you know, um, a hard-fought draw, um, unless we really turn it on. I, think, I respect it, which I think they're going to be a good side and the ones to catch uh, all season. If you finish above it, which I think you go up top two. Which is, you know, that's as much as we expect, isn't it? Anything less than that really yeah. is a bit of a failure. <laughs> Um, Blair, what are your thoughts? I'm um, just having a look at the team list now. There's, they've got Ladapo, um, who's you know that's that's one nil in it. Um, it <laughs> John Jules. John Jules. His cameo, his cameo appearance. Scoring, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. He's, he's one for the eighty-seven, isn't he? Um, so what what are we thinking? Are we? It's one of the, it's one of these like if we lose on Saturday. It's, it's not going to determine if we finish top two at the end of the season, but it's not going to help, is it, <laughs> at all? Um, I think Chan Series and Darren Moore's objective this season is to win the league, not just mm-hmm. not even settle for second. I think the squad is easily good enough to win this division. I think the squad's depth is ridiculous. Um, and I think John made a great point last pod when he said, like, in the winter months, for these smaller squads, and Ipswich haven't got a group really as in-depth squad as ours that our, our big squad's going to come into play then uh, for them I think it's one of them I think they're going to come up and help trying to um, contain us and hit us on the break I think we're going to go for it for them I think it's going to be one of them for them they don't want to lose it but they're happy with a draw and I think for us we've got to win it if we, if we want to go up as champions so I think it'll be an exciting fixture um, so when's it going to win? Stevie, how do you fancy John Wind Windass or Michael Smith up against Richard Keogh? Again. Uh, he, <laughs> not that they haven't been a million times in the last few he's, years. He's, he's not going to be... I, I don't think Keogh's going to be able to deal with Windass. Um, but I don't, I, I don't understand why we have to win on Saturday, to Blair's point. That... that that sort of that that sort of thinking is the worry, and I know we've had a bit of a light-hearted one. It's been we've not had much to talk about tonight uh, in terms of the stuff that has happened with everything else. Has, oh, with the home team, so with the home team, I and mean, we're four no. points behind them. So if I mean, if we lose, we don't have to win. I'm not saying I'm not saying that we don't not we don't yeah, have to win. They're not. They're not. They're, they're not say, going to drop. Say, when they're not going to drop yeah. a lot of points this season, when so we've you... got to, we've got to take them points off them. If they if they get one point off us, they're still going to be four points above us. 
When you say we have to win, what if we don't? Well, if we don't, I mean, we've given them, we've we've, we've given them a massive head start in winning the division. And that's what we want to do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, would you be happy going up? Well, obviously. Yeah. Not said no, am I? <laughs> um, and this <laughs> is the problem. Shit going up. Listen, listen. My thing is, I think I, I worry. I, I am, I am worried about Saturday, and the reason that I'm worried about Saturday is the the fallout from the Barnsley game was. I think we talked about it last week. The fallout from the Barnsley game was ridiculous. It was absolutely stupid. Um, if you look at the games that we've lost and, and the, the 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 things that were said afterwards, you know, the performance, no plan B, Moore's not got a clue. We're now looking at, uh, <laughs> he got a name check last week, but good when he's 21% uh, win ratio under Moore in the championship. And you can't legislate for the fact that he's this level of percentage, the best manager we've had because he's in uh, tier three with this squad and you can, you can pull at every single thread. The bottom line is the squad's a squad because of Darren Moore. We went down under Darren Moore, but not because of Darren Moore. We went down under Darren Moore because we had to stop the rot. You know, that, that it, it, it was necessary. Um, we need to get back out of the league and I want us to get back out of the league. And I'm, don't get me wrong, but we need, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. If we don't win on Saturday, and Twitter goes into meltdown, I think that'll have a significant impact on the morale of the squad because they do look. Bannon's on Twitter and he's active. Windass is on Twitter and he's active. People are, interac- are interacting with fan base. You know, they're, 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 they're reading the stuff people are saying about Darren Moore, who is the, the manager of the club. Um, at the end of the day, it's pointless arguing about getting more out now, in my opinion, because he's built that squad and we're talking about being the best squad in the league. If we get rid of him, we're going to have to get somebody in, and that's an absolute hail mary. You know how do, how can we how can we say that the player the person that comes in is going to do and get the same out of the players that we've got because this is Darren Moore's squad. He's got to get us up, and if he doesn't get us up this season, then I'll wish him well, give him a high five, shake his hand, whatever you want to do. But we we move on. But he needs to have our support as a as a manager until it's feasibly not possible for us to go up. So if we're Eighth, ninth, tenth at Easter, and we don't look like making the playoffs. Then we can start to say, right, we'll we'll pull at it now, and we'll start to regroup early. But if we're in around sixth and seventh, and we're looking at the playoffs, as begrudging as it may be, we've got to stick with the guy because if we get into that shootout of the playoffs, so be it. We're we're talking about getting rid of him now because we're what fourth, fourth. Um, I think anyone's talking about getting rid of him. I think it is just a case that you know this Saturday if. If we want to go up automatic, we need to be beating teams that are in and around us, don't we? We can't be relying on battering Forest Green. We can't be relying on battering. You're right. Green. Listen, you're absolutely you're absolutely right. And believe you me, I I want to win on Saturday, and I think I, I, t- I take the point. I think the my 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 feelings are that if we don't win on Saturday, we've got to hold our nerve and say right. Let's have a look at what's going on. Then let, let, let's see what's going on around us. It's early in the season. Let's not chuck the baby out with the bathwater or whatever analogy saying you want to use. We just need to be mindful of the fact that it's early in the season and we've got to get things right. If we lose to a scrappy goal at home to Ipswich, you know what's coming. You know what's going to happen. We could we could dominate the game on Saturday and lose and, you know, Moore's going to get fucking pelters. He is. 
Yeah, I think there's, um, there's, yeah. there's a bit of hysteria around sections of the fan base because we don't want the risk of trying to get through the playoffs because we've just been burnt the last couple of times, haven't we? We're, there's this expectation now that they want to go up top two because we don't want that. It's not a loss, trade. it's not the, the quite, quite the right term, but we don't want that risk of trying to go through the playoffs again and then, you know, Alan's heart's broken and semis or maybe even going all the way to Wembley and, and, and losing again. We, we want to eliminate that doubt and just go up top two like when we did them. You know, last time we were in um, League One and we and we beat Wickham, so that every point dropped or every bad result is creating a bit of hysteria among the fan base because they don't want to have that, um, you know, have that path again. They want top two, so naturally you get a bit of overreaction to to bad defeats and bad performances. I think, like I said, if you know, if we want to go up, but not only that, if we want to go up and survive being up, you know it. It doesn't pay you from the championship to League One to go down. You don't achieve anything financially, or you know, there's no benefit to it whatsoever. No. So if we go up, we've got to stay up. Yeah. You know that. So if we can't be beating teams that are in and around us, what's you know, we can't go up because we're not going to be beating mid-table championship teams. Um, and I can't see. I know obviously there'll be new signings and whatever. But there's not going to be major amounts of money coming in for going up to bloody league, original League One. Um, yeah. And there's, you know, there's, you're not going to see a massive change in the squad. This squad, in theory, if we went up this season, this squad's got to do it in the championship because you're not going to have big name strikers or whatever coming in. We've got to last this squad for a good yeah. couple of years. Um, not allowed, eh, with the restrictions. So. Mm-hmm. Like you say, you, you bang on, but because it, 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 this is why there's probably been a focus on. Um, for once, players, younger players, isn't they, that we've yeah. been signing, done some astute signings, we've not paid a lot of money for. If we don't go up and we and we have to move and then you know sell them on, we'll get we'll make a profit. If we do go up, they're still young enough to progress and get better. Mm-hmm. The the league above, I think you bang on with that. If we do go up, we're, we're pretty much looking at the. It's going to be the squad, squad isn't it? You might have a couple of signings, yeah. yeah, and you're probably going to have a couple that you let go because they won't be good enough for the league above. You know, you might even have. You might look at your Gregory's and whoever, you know, same age as me, it's getting on a bit. Um, so, yeah, I think for me, it's it's an important win. I think if we don't win, then, then, yeah, all right, it's not the end of the world. But if we're not winning these games, then are we going to survive next season? Um, that's, yeah, that's my little bit on it. Anyway. Can anyway, I just tag up last, oh, last, last? Shut sure up, shut sure up, you. I like it when you talk, Stevie. Um, last bit just I don't think there's a massive chasm between League One and the Championship and I think the the way that certainly Rotherham and Sunderland at the moment have gone up have tweaked their style of play and tweaked their squad a little bit but there's not been a massive overhaul from either one of them to my knowledge Um, Sunderland have stuck with the players that got them up and they've, they've secured their loan players and Rotherham have done excellent business as much as it pains me to say um, but you look where they're sitting in the league at the moment and the way that they're playing and the way that they're sort of competing I think if we go up with the squad that we've got I think we'll be alright I do I genuinely do um, obviously you've, you, you you make the point we're going to have to make the tweaks and you can look at some key players will move on and without wanting to mention names are they good enough for the championship from, from where they are at the moment um, but for me I, I, I think it's all in hand. I think with a couple of astute lo- loan signings, if we do go up, I think we'll be all right. I do. Yeah, I think, yeah, but I just, this is this is the Wendy, isn't it? So if we go up to the championship, 
people will think nothing. Double promotion. Nothing, yeah, nothing below the playoffs <laughs> and the championship is going to be good enough with an aging League One squad. That's that's going to be the that's going to be the way, isn't it? So we'll wait and see. Anyway, we've had an hour. Uh, any other business? Oh, how have we done an hour out of Morecambe? Uh, on Blair's game. Yeah, we spent, we spent half time. Yeah. People who fast forwarded are like, you've only been on 10 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have we got any other business? Stevie, you've put that you've got some, but I don't I don't know what it means. Yeah, just the one. Um, Speakeasy Club uh, on Twitter. Remind me his name, Vic. Because I Simon. talked to him. Yeah. Um, we <laughs> talked to him a fair bit on Twitter um, and, and exchanged messages. Um, has been involved with the pod in the past, done, done little bits, but has, has done a really big thing this um, this week. Uh, lives in Wales, um, can't get to the games week in, week out, and has got a season ticket on the North Stand. And he's, he's messaged me today and said he's put a tweet out yesterday. Um, I can't get every week. If there's somebody that wants my season ticket, basically, um, when I can't get, uh, I'd be happy to to sort of share because money money money's hard times are times are hard money's tight um, cost of living crisis etc. I'd rather my ticket go to somebody who's um, capable of getting to a game when I can't and that'd be brilliant. Um, he's messaged me today four hundred and forty five I think it was as of sort of lunchtime today interactions with that tweet. He's had one expression of interest. You know, if one person has reached out, it's not a, it's not a scam. It's not a, um, it's not a marketing player or anything like that. It's just a genuine, genuinely good bloke with a good art. Good if you player. follow, if you follow him on Twitter, you'll see, you'll see uh, some of the stuff that he does. It, it resonates with me a lot. Um, I just want, I, I said to him tonight, I'll, I'll mention it on here. Um, have a look, have a look on Twitter. Look it up. I think his tweet, his handle is Speakeasy Club One. Um, search it out if you're a Wednesday fan that listens to this listens to any other podcast listens to and interacts with us in any way that are finding times difficult at the moment and you want to go and see a game of football and sit on the old stand um, get in touch because the guy's golden and I think it'd be really good to to sort of spread the love a little bit that's it that's it that's your lot Soz are you done? I'm done not sure I'm <laughs> going we had, we hadn't done predictions, but oh yeah, predictions. Okay, I'll go around. Well, you're gonna we're gonna lose, but according to you, Steve, so yeah. all right. I didn't say we we're gonna lose. <laughs> Molly said we were gonna um, lose. <laughs> I think I'll, I'll I'll stick with when I was sort of talking about the game. I think I, I don't I can't see a three points. So I'm going for a two-two draw. Desmond, Blair. Uh, yeah, two-nil. Wednesday. I think we're going to dominate. I think we're going to be put, put a marker down for the season. Mr. Spence? Hope you're right, mate. One all. You just want to watch the Twitter burn. That's what yeah, you want. Yeah, he does. He just wants to see it. Honestly, I'm so scared. I'm so scared. So we can come on the right, podcast you, next week and slag them all off. Well, as this is my one one appearance uh, probably of the month um, I am going <laughs> to go next time of the for, month I know, oh, yeah, God. it's my time of the month when I appear on the Wednesday week I am going to go for 2-1 Wednesday get in 
and that Ladapo is going to be on a one. very, 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 very quick note. It's going to be um, quite strange singing the different yes. words to the national anthem, isn't it, on Saturday yeah, in, in honor of the uh, of the past past monarch and the new one that's coming. So that's going to be. Do you know what though? Do you reckon we'll have to stand up for eight minutes and watch a video about old Liz like we did with the King of Thailand? It's going to be interesting, isn't it? I really hope that. Yeah, obviously it's been it has been sad uh, this last week. We've had you know the news of obviously lost Her Majesty the Queen, uh, and we have a new king, His Majesty Charles the Third. Um, so there is going to be remembrance of the Queen on Saturday. So please, please be respectful, no matter what you think. Someone's grandma, mum, auntie, daughter, sister, wife, whatever has done. <laughs> I'm not going to say the obvious joke there. Um, but she has passed away, so please be respectful. And also, as I said on Twitter, you know, uh, it devastated me um, because my nan is very, 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 very similar in stature, in age, in just everything, and she's not well at all. So please just bear in mind that, you know, some people will be grieving in their own way. Um, so don't boo, don't be a dick. Just, you know, if you don't want to observe it, stay on the concourse. Um, just just wait a bit. Uh, but just remember, like, this, you know, a lot of people will have been reminded of their own grief of losing a loved one over this. Uh, so, yeah, just be respectful. And on that note, Mel Benz, good night. <laughs> <laughs>